What's going on? This is Curtis, the CEO of Diamond Music Group and the producer and editor of the Nights nice Roundtable. Thank you for all the subscribers we have and the listeners we have. Uh, we greatly appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week to hear what we got to say. Um, we're about to dive into episode number 42 right now. This is probably our most transparent episode to date. So sit back and enjoy the stories that we're going to give you guys. Um, we touched on some real shit here. So without further ado, here we go. Whoa, that slap. They say they want that slap. It's not so separately. They know I come with that. Hey, what you got? Honey's overlapping. That's a fact. I'm on my level, nigga. You better come correct. Kill they ass with success. They won't like that. Kill they ass with success. They won't like that. Kill they ass with success. They won't like that. Kill they ass with success. Ordinary, I am not that. They think I'm blasphemous. Tattoos on arm and neck. Grew like a crash. Jumping head first for a jack. Gung ho for a fist full of blue bread. Girl, that asshole, let me grab a hold and suplex. Go for broke in that pussy, cause I remember when Niggas looked over me, now they don't wanna recollect Feel like something chose me, I'm everything you could've been If you was hustling Post-traumatic, cardiac, rolling back to back attic Damn, I'm famished, I'ma need a whole bag of the cabbage Came straight out that damn clay like Cassius, should've seen his damn face when I passed him. Little boy got big weight, overstanding. All of y'all flows piss poke in the trash. You looking at the shit now? Take a whiff, these diamonds did you in? That slap, they say they want that slap. It's not so separately, they know I come with that. Hey, what you got? Hundreds overlapping, that's a fact. I'm on my level, nigga. You better come correct. Kill they ass with success. They won't like that. Kill they ass with success. They won't like that. Kill they ass with success. They won't like that. Kill they ass with success. They won't like that. Let's like topic into something um, that kind of defines us as a whole. And Napoleon, this was this was a this was a topic that you you picked. Um, you know. It, it, it goes back to how we were all raised, okay? We've all we've all been taught different lessons. We've all been taught different responsibilities, different respect for people. Um, you know, you respect people no matter who they are. I remember having a talk with your father um, as a kid, you know, about respecting people for who they are. You know, respecting people no matter what. And then going in the house and having to talk with my parents about respecting people for who they are, no matter what they look like, no matter where they come from, so on and so forth. And I think that all of us, you know, to where we got to where we are right now, we're all given something from our parents, you know, as far as respect. You know, different, you know, foundational rules and laws and you know are all part of our upraising i might be using the wrong words here but you know forgive me but you know we were all taught something that made us jail together it all made us blend together you know we all came from different backgrounds we all came from different you know whatever's and and, and here we are you know 30 plus years later and um you know as napoleon you know mentioned or or, or, or you know question that he posed and and we're gonna we're gonna spider web off of this is as we think back all of us being 40 all of us being adults some of us being fathers that will pass the things on to our kids um individually what's the what's the the most difficult lesson you feel that you've learned in life thus far and why the most difficult lesson that you feel you've learned in life thus far now while some of y'all think about it, I'm gonna go ahead and, and I'm gonna go first. Yeah, cause I feel like, I feel like you you, when you sent this to us in in the chat, I feel <laughs> like you was giving us some goddamn homework. I don't wanna do no essay. <laughs> no. I feel like this is an essay. He pulled an Anthony. 
Huh? <laughs> he pulled an Anthony. What did he do? What did he do? He already I, I had. He, he, he had an. He already had. Yeah, an he answer. is already. Yeah, he had an answer. <laughs> That, that, that makes sense because he did say, "Well, y'all thinking about it? I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and go." Yeah. Well, you ain't slick, man. No, no. Listen, <laughs> if, if, if we yeah, if we okay. gonna be transparent, the actual topic came from the brother Napoleon. How long? Hold on, Napoleon. How long ago did you bring this uh, topic up to him? Uh, when I said it, I, I texted maybe yesterday, and uh, I, I can't even lie. When I saw you put it in the chat today. I was like, dang, I ain't even got no answer for this myself. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You ain't do your homework so either. He had all he had all night to sit there and think about it. You even had a, he had a couple hours. Yeah, you had a couple hours minus the bullshit you had to do today <laughs> to figure this goddamn uh, something. You got it. I've been playing it for weeks. Huh? <laughs> he pulled, so, pulled Anthony on this. Yeah, line. I did. I did. So I'm, I'm gonna go here first. Yeah, practice this shit. He 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 he, he done, rehearsed his line. Yeah, he he, 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 done, uh, he done locked us and we the dip set. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna practice. We gonna get the DJ all on board. And we but we just gonna show up. And, he got a transition ready. And yeah, he got he got he got a line that's gonna cue curses. Put the music on to the shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it, it, I, got, I got it, man. I, Shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> we got one mic. <laughs> so, I'm, <laughs> I'm about to bust out on these motherfuckers. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead first. So, while y'all think about it, I'm going to bust their head. Um, this, this, this is something. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to set myself up for whatever jokes y'all about to go ahead and, you know, give me so, so y'all can deflect. You know, my, my dad was much older than everybody else's parents. And my dad gave me bags of wisdom. And I think that one of the things that, you know, like my dad being integrated in World War II, you had, he had, he had to learn, you know, it, it was things that he didn't know growing up. And he learned his lessons growing up, like throughout life, even all the way up until well, shit, up until, you know, his, his, his passing time, you know, about respecting folks. Like, it seemed almost like every stage of his life, he ran into folks that he didn't, he wasn't familiar with, he didn't know, but he treated everybody the same. And I remember, I'm going to pull the curtain back in here, if you don't mind. When Jay first moved on our street, um, you know, um, me and Jay... We, we had our, I ain't gonna say our differences, but it was it was kids being kids. Yeah, I was six, so I was like, all right. You know, it was, it was kids being kids. It was like, you know, Jay was different than everybody else that had grew up on Buckeye. You know, I saw him, we would probably interact. Then it was like, okay, like, you know, I would poke fun at him, we would talk shit. And here it is, what, 30 plus later, 30, year, 30 plus years later, we sit next to each other, brothers, doing a podcast. Yeah. You know, poke fun at each other. We used to have probably some epic rank sessions. 35 years. And for y'all that don't know, there's a joke stuck in my shit right now. <laughs> when y'all don't, when y'all, for y'all that don't know what rank sessions is, put down snaps. Whatever the fuck. There's one of dozens. The dozens. Yeah. No, it's one. Which, which one? Which one is it, Ian? Because I, I, no, it's a couple. Some, somebody got thrown into a stereo. It was a joke you said uh, somebody mama threw somebody dad in the, in the radio <laughs> picked him up and flung him in the radio I'm like god dig it this is this is above uh, this is violent this is better than Jeff Comedy yeah, it was somebody should be getting their ass with <laughs> now we was like this one. yeah that was bringing up stuff we didn't even know about <laughs> yeah, I probably, I'm gonna venture off and say this shit wasn't true but it was based off of the, it was based off of the it was based off off physics. So and I'm looking like, man, this, this shit ain't like somebody should be getting the ass with right now. Like, God bless your pops. That was at, and it was at your house. And, like, and, and, and God bless my pops. Like, should be getting this shit off. We was we was young, ruthless. We was young and ruthless. Yeah. We used to say a lot of shit about each other's parents. And to this day, to this day, no, but it's real though. You know what I'm saying? It's like we 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 all done matriculated through a lot of shit, 
And it's like big words clean that motherfucker. No, I mean it's real. It's like you know we we wouldn't be able to put the shit past us. Yo, he did. He's watching from my head. I want to say it so bad. Say it, say it. We all both did. We both hit each other. We both hit each other with a lot of shit. By the time I got to high school and college, I was untouchable. Like I could walk in and just like clear the room. Clear the room in the dozens, boy. Like I was like. That shit prepared us. I think the funny shit Jay said. Oh, here we go. That nigga said, "Damn, like Freddie Cooper." that's Hey, that's a killer. That shit was one of the ones I. One of the ones I remember. James. James, because James is always, you know, he had his little jokes or whatever. But one of the ones that stood out, and, it, and it, I don't know why it's still so funny to me, and it, but it was way funnier back then when we was younger, when he would say, uh, he said, Jay's dad, so small, he can cartwheel under the bed. Like, <laughs> like, like but think about it, you know what I mean? You, uh-huh. as, a, as a 10-year-old, an 11-year-old, and then you visualize the shit, and you like... Damn, he might have been able to. <laughs> and like I said, man, God bless both of our pops, man. You know what I'm saying? We, we eat each other with a lot of shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, that wasn't a lesson. What was the lesson? The lesson was like, the lesson was like, you always treat people with respect, no matter where they came from. And obviously, we didn't live up to that shit. But it was like, you always treat people with respect. And I think that now, like, it's like now it's like, with, with, with us and like both different facets of our, our professional lives. Yeah. We, we we come into we come into contact with folks that we didn't oh, see at Our Lady of Peace. We didn't oh, see shit. folks that we grew up with in Wooster and Eastern Michigan and Cleveland State and David Myers and Central Catholic and Benedictine and so on and so forth. We run into people on a professional level that we see and it's like I've never met you a day in my life. I don't necessarily have to switch in my vernacular. I don't understand where you come from and why you think the way you think, but let me go ahead and respect where it is you come from. So, like, my dad used to always tell me, like, different little things. Like, you know, with him in, like, Eastern Germany and France and Switzerland and even, like, in boot camp, like, you're going to run into a lot of people that you don't see eye to eye with and respect them. Respect them no matter what, you know. Um, and another thing, too, like, you know, just also, too, like, the ability of saving. Like, my dad could save money more than anybody that I know. My dad would get, I don't know how many dollars or whatever when it came to like his pension, his retirement, his social security, and this dude could save money like it wasn't nothing. His, that Great Depression taught people, bro. Yeah, like, like, like he grew up in that. He grew up in that. shit though. That one in. There you go. It's real shit. There you go. It was cool. It was cool. I like Carwell. I'm like, I'm about to say it like that. Carwell hit him. Like, I'm about to get this. I got one of the hosts for this. I was trying to like. Like, ah, that was stormy. <laughs> we getting very transparent here today. If I can't make fun of myself, who can I make fun of? Well, no, no, a lot of people our age, though. I, I remember like during the Great Recession, like we was talking a couple uh, couple days ago about when we started taking money serious, and it was really all of us during the Great Recession we in our mid twenties at that point. And it's like yo, like. You got to be able to, the social contract don't don't really hold. You got to be able to take care and survive and be able to adapt and two-step and all that. And so, like, now everybody in this room got... 401ks and and and, and retirement and, accounts, and retirement accounts annuities yeah. and insurance and all. I mean like I mean like that great recession. We was all sitting there. We didn't have a ton of money, but we knew we had to do something different. Yeah. because we looking at like we get six, our parents. And we what get sixty five. We fuck. Yeah, like like because it could eat. Not even, the worst is you could be 45, 55, and, fall. and it happened, and yeah. it's screwed. You ain't, yeah. ain't like you can just well, I'm just gonna fall back. No, nah. you gotta you know. So I think I think your dad was living proof for a lot of people in that time frame, like where they was at. And I think you seeing some of that in our generation as well. Yeah. So, I mean, our, our, I mean, and then like your pops, like we used to talk, um, you know, we stay outside and, you know, he used to talk about, you know, working, saving his money, you know, working long hours to be able to put something aside. Like when you went off to school and he would come outside and talk and be like, I'm busting my ass these hours to make sure Jay has, you know what I'm saying? And it's like those lessons that you see, you know what I'm saying, from our parents, like 
truth be told, it's something that we, I, I can say, I, I can't speak for everybody. I've learned something from everybody's parents, talking to everybody's father, talking to everybody's mother here in the room, um, you know, that we've all taken away. Even, you know, Napoleon talking with his people at his camp. You know, we've had those talks with Coach Harris, you know, mm-hmm. taking away something that is stuck with us at, at 40 that we've all learned and we've all held on to and grown. I just um, wish I would have listened even more. <laughs> and and, and I'll tell it where we've been uh, right I now. I wish I would have listened even more. Uh, but, you know, straight up. I'm, I'm really trying with my kids now. Like, I really want you to hear me. Yeah. I really want, I'm not trying to control you. I'm just trying to give you options. But you think about also, too, like, where we was at when we finally listened. You know what I'm saying? It was it was, it was was after the jobs home from Luke Easter going to Benedictine. It was after the, the drives home from basketball practice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was the locker room. It was, it, locker was room. The, it, was, it was at home. It was the kitchen table. Yeah. It was all yeah. sorts of shit. So um, let's go around the table real quick and, you know, get everybody to chime in. Riley, start off with you. Um... I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be a little, a little, uh, I'm gonna be a little different with mine because I. Could you Hall of Fame? Um, what, what I, I think one of the main thing that I, things that I've learned, and and it is, it's because, well, I guess it got, it does kind of tie into it. With, with basketball kind of tying in, tying it in, mm-hmm. is is um, you know the way I live now. Mm-hmm. You know I watch I watch my parents. You know my mom had two jobs. You know, shit as long as I can remember, until I got into college. Mm-hmm. You know my dad was working. You know at a, shit I don't even know what it's called now, but it was the Illuminate Company back then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and working on cars, mm-hmm. you know, all days and, and times of the night or whatever. And, you know, what I learned from that is to uh, work smarter mm-hmm. as opposed to working harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, you figure out how to, how to make money without having to work so much mm-hmm. to have to try to have some time to, you know, uh, maybe spend more time with, with my family or spend more time doing a podcast or spend more time doing whatever it is I want to do in life. You know what I mean? So I think for me, that was that was a lesson that I learned from them, mm-hmm. watching them work so much. And then even now still, you know, kind of having that worker's mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, using that to not fail at what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm gonna work my ass off to be the best basketball trainer. You know what I mean? And and, and to be, you know, the type of person that I that I should be, you know, to to uh, to mentor and 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 you know provide the best uh, uh, advice that I can to the kids that I'm around and and the, and the people that I'm around as far as my basketball, you know, training and stuff like that. <clears throat> but I got that from watching, you know, my parents. Like, like y'all just said, busting their ass every day, two jobs, one job, and then having to come home and still do all the other shit that you gotta do at home, mm-hmm. raising kids and all that stuff. So it was like, you know what I mean? I, I, I took that, and then when I was able to, like I, and I mentioned it before, you know, being able to go overseas and to watch people like not work mm-hmm. as hard. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And, and, and just enjoying life. And trying to try my best to enjoy life more as opposed to working so much, mm-hmm. like that was to me that was you know what I mean that was the thing that I got, you know that, <clears throat> and it did it, it it didn't it didn't resonate until college, right. you know a little bit after college to to like really see like damn, I'm not about to be working all crazy and, and stressing out over going to work to a job that I don't even like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then still having to come home and try to live a, another life that I actually want to live. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, on top of that regular life responsibilities that you have outside of work. Right. So that was that was what I learned, you know, okay. from, from my parents. That's good shit. And what you got, brother? Uh, so we, I guess, uh, the topic really... I think what we got earlier was uh, uh, 
kind of a partial topic. So, Huck already had his answer together. It's, 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 it's the life lessons that parents taught you. That's what we go into that training. So, um, let me pivot to that. Uh, so, my parents, I say, my mom taught me how to save money. And that has really uh, put me in a good position. Or, or not to owe anyone money. And I appreciate that one because that uh, that put me in a good position right where I'm at, at today. Um, I kind of built on the foundations that were laid and um, I'm thankful for that. And then with my father, a lot of times as kids, uh, some stuff ain't gotta be said, but uh, more is caught than is taught. So you look at what's going on and you see. So growing up where we grew up, I, I think we probably all experienced that. We have people that live down the street and down the way that uh, sometimes they lights was off or sometimes their refrigerator was empty and they really was hungry. You say you hungry as a kid, but I ain't never been hungry because, like, I could always eat if I wanted, you know. Right. So, yeah, yeah. And what I what I learned from my father is, you ain't gotta say nothing. You ain't gotta do. You you just provide for your family. You you do what you gotta do to provide for your family. And uh, I take that. That's a given with me. You know, I don't have to. It's not a condition of 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 of. of being uh, uh, offspring of mine or being a spouse is that just comes with it because that that that's all I know that's all I emulated so those are the, those are the two things and I'm thankful for it because uh, I'm, I'm I'm in a relatively good position because of those uh, things was laid down as foundations in uh, my life. Yeah, I'll jump in. Um, like, so, on my, on, like, final end said, for my parents, um, for my mother, I pretty much say they're dependable. Um, like, my whole family paid my mom to everything. The reason why I came back, the reason why I didn't stay in California because um, I saw my mother struggling, doing so much for our family. So my grandfather was sick, um, my uncle was sick, um, they both passed away. My aunt, she crazy as shit. Other aunt, she got problems. My grandmother's, you know, she want to be the, the she want to keep the kids, you know, the, the drug addicts and the, the no do good kids in the house, but knowing she should be moving out of the house herself. So my mom took her to the doctor. She took her, her crazy ass sister to the doctor. And like, my cousin, my cousin's calling now, like, yo, they need help get stuff done. It's like, She's the dependent person, so like for this podcast, for me coming in for a year, and then me and my wife argue about this shit too. Um, I actually argue about, it, but it comes up a lot. She said you're dependable, you're too dependable for everybody else. I said, well, not that from my mind. You know, I gotta show up. My job is to make sure this thing get edited Monday, Tuesday night. It airs Wednesday, so I got Monday, Tuesday, or even Sunday to go home and edit. But I know about Tuesday night it gotta be done so it get posted. So I'm not, I'm not, and sometimes I don't want to die, but I don't even want to do it sometimes. I'm like, man, fuck this shit. Like, I feel like I'm going to go to bed. Like, if it go up on Saturday, so be it. You know, <laughs> fuck it. I ain't getting paid for this. That's what I'm thinking. But me being dependable, and like all the listeners out there, they expect hearing us on um, Wednesday. So I'll make sure it's done. Like, even um, when our, our long-time listeners hurrahed, they're like, man, like, we missed a week. He's like, man, what, what's up? Like. I didn't hear the podcast on Wednesday. What, what was going on? Like, well, nigga, I was tired. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or it didn't work out that week. So um, we had something for you next week. So appreciate y'all um, keep listening. Um, and that's why I keep on doing what I'm doing. Appreciate you for doing what you do. Yeah. Uh, um, for my father, he showed me to, um, to be an entrepreneur. So at 14, he had our own landscape business. Like, I remember started, that. Yeah, yeah, we start off with a push broom, a lawnmower, and trash bags. Yeah, I do. All that shit and like um, seeing and like 
he'll he'll go to work. I said, well, let me go ahead. You know, I got the truck. You like to go to work. I, I got all afternoon. Go hit hustle. Like, no, you can't do it You're by yourself because you know somebody will try to rob you because you're out here by yourself. You turn your back, you'll stick tools. So I, said, I, I got mad about that shit. So I, I stopped working with him because I mean, the basketball start picking. I start I start focusing more on X. I said, well. I'm not trying to cut grass my whole life. I got to go to college. I'm trying to get my game together, get me at college, which I, you know, did, of course. But as I go back, and you know, I help him out every now and then when I was younger, like, all right, this dude's still hustling. You know, he's still grinding. Uh, let me help this dude out because I know he's, he's working a full-time job at Lincoln Electric. So, um, quick story, like, so, like, I worked at Lincoln Electric, and, like, I heard, I used to hear all these stories about him. Like, man, your father beast, man. He be cussing anybody y'all. He be telling the man, like, yo, he tell the supervisor, if he don't want to work today, he ain't working. I said, man, he ain't doing all that shit. Like, this is my dad. This yeah, dad I remember that, too, because yeah. we, both, we both worked there at the same summer. Right. So I said, let me see this shit for real. So, you know, I go up in there. Be like, man, your dad, man, that dude know everything. I said, okay, man, this is my dad. This dude don't know no shit. I didn't know how to cut grass and watch the weather channel. <laughs> so getting up in there, hearing all these stories about them. So I said, I stood back and watched them. And, um, and she was real. I mean, dude ran the building. He ran his line. Like, if you do the show up, he, he got to the point and started asking me, like, your father coming to work today? I'm like, it's snowing outside. So no. And it was okay. I'm like, damn. Supervisor coming to me, like, yeah, um, your father um, said he's not coming in tonight or tomorrow. It's a snowstorm. Is, is that, um, you gonna talk to him to come in? Like, no. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing to him. Like, he, he got that much control over it. It's crazy. Mm. And then, too, like, you know, my, um, he's like, my father's, you know, don't take school shit seriously when he was growing up. So, at, at his job, he had to start taking his different, um, safety tests. Like, dude, like, yeah, your father got to take no tests. Like, he's that guy's job. Like, what he want to do, he, he does. So, like, I saw this. I went there and started working. And I said, um, I'm not built like you. I'm not no hard work like that. I, I ain't go to school to work in the factory. So I made made the money, got out, and did my own thing and focused on my own, building my own company, which I'm doing right now. Um, the Diamond Music Group. And even companies before I had, before this company, uh, I built because of that. Because at 14, he showed me, look, it's okay to work for somebody, but make sure you own shit at the same time. You know, that, that, that other stuff, you know, have control of your own money, the different incomes coming in. Control your own faith. You're like, if you don't want to work that day, don't go to work because you know you got something else going on. Don't let your hustle, you know, don't let your real job interfere with your hustle if you're passionate about it. And I said, like, build yourself up so they need you. Um, and you can tell them no. And that's all I pretty much did in my job right right now. So, like, I have things coming out of line. So, I want, like, if, if the money right, contract's right to me, like, I can just walk away. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm cool. I don't need something. Like it's like, I'm not working. I'm not working to satisfy y'all. I'm just working to keep food on the table for my family. Like this, I said, I'm gonna try. I might. This might be play money for me right now. You know, I, I mean, nobody can say they got fifty-five thousand dollars worth of play money. Right. I I can't. You know. Yeah. So that's why I'm learning. You know, be dependable and have your own shit. A testament to your mm -hmm. father's clout that he had, and I don't use that word clout lightly, is that he was one of the few people I can honestly say that made my father get up early in the morning. Um, after my mother had retired, it was a tree that was in front of my parents' house that had collapsed. And my father had called your father to use his truck to pull the branch up so that they could support it. And I remember your father telling my father, I'm going to be around there at 8 o'clock in the morning. If you ain't up, I'm going to leave. And I remember my dad <laughs> was like, well, Mr. Smiley said, he going to be around here at 8, so I need to be up. And if he ain't here, he going to leave. And I'm like, my father respected everybody's parents, but it was like for somebody to tell him, like, I'm gonna be here around a certain time. If you ain't here, I'm leave. It was like, my father was like, oh shit, like, I, I got to be the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was. He was the same thing to put up about him, too. Like, if he said he's gonna do something, he's gonna do it. Yeah. And when he was younger now, he don't, you know. Yeah. He, he'll find a reason. I mean, he actually he, gets to where right now. If he wanna do something, he wanna do it. Yeah. Like I said, he in uh, one, of these, uh, one of his tow motors. Tiller. Yeah, the road, the road to Tiller. He told us, um, he told me, they doing construction on the street, so I can't go down the street. <laughs> like, what? I said, man, you got me looking stupid. I said, my dude said he need to uh, the road to tell you. You said going to drop it off. You would tell me it would do because the damn uh, street, they doing construction? Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man, shit. So I had to call in like, man, he ain't coming. That's <laughs> real shit. I, I, I will say this, though, and this, and this is like, you know, uh, this this is the cool, the cool shit about you know what we're doing and, and with the pod and all that shit like 
as I'm hearing the stories and shit, like, Curtis, your dad was the first entrepreneur that I knew of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I didn't, I didn't, we didn't know, we knew that he cut grass. Right. But we just knew he cut grass. We didn't know, like, all right, this is his landscaping company. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't, we just, all right, Mr. Smiley cut grass for yeah. it. You know what I mean? Outside of his, that's his second job. We didn't think of it as, you know, he's an entrepreneur and blah, blah, blah. Right. I mean, they didn't got him either, shit. You know what I mean? And, and now to see, you know, like, and even for me, like, I, like, it was a blind influence. As a business owner, here you are. Yeah, as a, it was a blind influence to say, damn, you don't, you know what I mean? You can have your own shit. And, and kind of, because, I, like, I'm in that same situation with, you know, I, I work at the, at the school. And I go in when I don't have training. Right. <laughs> if I got training, I'm not going in. Right, yeah. Like, you and know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they got to respect it because I'm, I'm good at both. Right. And they understand that shit. Well, if you don't let him do this, he then he not, he not gonna go. He not gonna come in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I make more money doing my training than I do, mm-hmm. you know, at the school. So um, I just that just popped in my head, and I'm like, damn, that shit's cool as fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's some shit that, like, growing up, we don't we didn't we don't we just knew. All right, first of all. Don't touch the fucking grass at the Smiley House. Don't, 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 don't walk on, on the grass. I, yeah, don't. I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ask <laughs> before you, like, <laughs> all that shit. But, um, you know, we didn't know that shit back then. But like I said, like, knowing now, like, now that we're older and, you know, obviously done been through some shit, like, that shit was cool as fuck to see, like, damn, you know, he was, he was, you know, uh, uh, to put it into somewhat of a perspective, he was it, it was some Cliff Huxtable ish mm-hmm. yeah. shit about it. Right. You know, the, 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 he wasn't a black doctor, but he was a black entrepreneur. Yeah. For us at a young age when we didn't even know under, or understand how powerful or how much and still is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like how much it build it up. Over yeah, like that, that that shit yeah. was fucking huge back then. Like nobody was I don't know nobody that no, was we an were, entrepreneur. We was, we was we was very much in the we were very much coming up and in neighborhoods and families and communities, it was like, yo, you gotta get you that good job. Yeah, right. no, no, that no, good no, no, job. it wasn't Work even it. that. We gotta be real though. On our streets, a lot of parents were absent. Like it wasn't oh, yeah, no yeah, direction. Yeah. No, but yeah. but, 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 but but our circle, but, but, our yeah, circle, yeah, right. it yeah. was yeah. Do good in school, get a good job. Go to college. That, right, was, yeah, that yeah. was our circle. Yeah, that was yeah. like the base. But 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 Trinity of uh. But of, but that wasn't school. the norm. Because yeah, I see in like our said, neighborhood, we had our own we had our own bubble. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Like I said, yeah. That, that's how I got this the nice around. I mean, all these peaks, everybody had their own bubble. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. it's it's like like I'm, I've been watching um, All American now. So you know, you got the Crenshaw people and then the Beverly oh. Hill kids. Yeah. We like the Beverly Hill kids. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, we, we, we're in our own bubble. Yeah. We're not, we didn't, at that time, we didn't have um, real Nah, world. we ain't Beverly Hills. No, I'm saying, no, I'm not saying like, I, I, I know where you're going with that. I'm, I'm saying, we're in all day, we're in the cocoon. You know what I'm saying? They're not yeah. seeing what's going on in the Crenshaw. We knew what's going on in the Buckeye, we couldn't say what's going on um, out of Soda, because we wasn't going out of Soda. Mm-hmm. So we like, we knew, we knew what, we kept us. We had stability within our in our, in our group. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we, that, that single parent thing, that wasn't going on in our group. We probably the most. And that was. The, the, the relatable drugs. image of the Huxables that you saw, if you will, you so, know, as far so as like a lot two of parent people, households, a lot of people kids in our community, like, like our homes were the Huxables. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of people in our yeah. community, yeah, like, yeah, uh, we were the like, like, like uh, the, 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 our friends were like, I mean, oh, our dad there too, hey, your mom, like, you know, yeah, yeah, I remember having that conversation, like, I had cousins when they when they um. Growing up, they ain't want to fuck with them. Like, man, you stuck up. Like, both your parents are home. You think you, you know, yeah. Catholic school. I'm like, I'm stuck up because I go to a decent school. And my parents are home. What kind of dumb shit is that? It'll be questions too. Where you ninety bucks a month. It'll be questions that you'll get. You'll get questions that you'll be asked about your mom, and then you incorporate your dad, and then you get them looks like your dad. Like, fuck, he come from. Like, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember dating in high school, and I remember like relax. I remember one that was like a, a young lady who was like, who she told her mom like, oh, his parents are married. And it was like, whoa. 
whoa, uh, like that was that was interesting. Right. Like I remember her mother was like, hold on, put him on the phone. I want to talk to him. Like really? Mom tried to okay, nice like great. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it was like not. I didn't. I, it, it went you over my head. Forward. It went over my head to probably you know years later. I was just like, okay, like that was a, you know interesting question. Maybe maybe they just wanted to make sure she was on the phone with me or something. Nah, it was like it was it was it was not. It was not as normal as we may have thought about it within our own group, but we also knew that it was different because a lot of friends that we had Didn't around that did not have that, or did right. not necessarily have that same stability. On our and that stability, that stability, I tell people, I was talking to a friend of mine um, about how I, I really do believe that stability and, and what, what Anthony was talking about, what we emulated. Um, that that helps a whole lot. Those blind influences that Raleigh was talking about it helps a whole lot. Um, I remember, you know, meeting Napoleon in, in, in camp and getting invited to church um, in, in high school, and how that even that even affected like my personal spirituality. Not not grandmas, not mamas, not you know daddy, but mine. You know, and I was able to be able to build that and how that affected me. Um, as well, um, and then you know that stability though I think it's just critical. Um, I, I, uh, as a parent now, I think the one thing that I, I, I think I take the most out of that is that I appreciate the stability. I'm trying to su- provide that stability and also uh, access mm-hmm. to various experiences. So they have a little bit more understanding of the world by the time they get out into the world and get dropped off at campus or whatever, you know, wherever they decide to go do. Um, and also be able to plan to make these next steps and to deal and, and things. I think that's the one thing I wish I would have done even more mm-hmm. with that affiliate is to plan more and see it through and sort of visualize the success. Um, I think that's the key, and I think uh, you know if I could go back 20 years ago and talk to you know 20 year old me, it would be like you know start. I don't care if you just writing a business plan on a half sheet of paper right now. Start doing that. Start writing the, uh, start writing life goals outside of work, and experiences and things like that you want to do, and put time frames on them. All those kind of things. And I think that's maybe that's the next evolution of us. We'll be able to have those conversations with our kids because again, our parents was working a lot working there was no eight hour days there was no nine to five i don't remember seeing that now even my mom worked at the bank and it was always at work by 7 30 a.m mm-hmm. and not leaving that place until 6 30 or something like that every day right. um and so um my dad's steel mill it was you know you ain't i ain't know what the schedule was right so i think that you know we'll have opportunities for us we'll be able to have those conversations mm-hmm. to help our kids plan to be that next level in which our parents, you know, got us to. And I'm glad about that. It's a blessing. Napoleon, um, as the progenitor of this topic, um, please please chime in. Please chime in on, on, on the lessons that you learned growing up and that you've seen around you. First, I just want to appreciate that SAT word you dropped on us just then. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to go on uh, uh, celebrated. And I, while, while everybody was talking, I had to grab a pen and jot down some days. So I'm just going to run through these really quick. Um, the first is that thing, the first lesson um, for me was that things can go left real quick. I think that speaks for itself. Uh, the, <laughs> the second question, second lesson I guess I learned is um, just the value of letting go. Um, and that's multifaceted, um, letting go of, 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 of anger, of ideas, um, letting go um, in terms of um, there's some things that I just need to release, you know, um, crying is okay, um, fussing is okay. These are all uh, healthier outlets than internalizing things or uh, self-destructive behavior, drinking, smoking. Um, and also letting go of... Um, of, of, of ownership of the results, more or less. Um, um, part of my personality is to be controlling. 
um, and that that uh, frustrates me all the more. So kind of doing my best and and letting and letting whatever happens come out of that. And that was that's a continuing lesson for me. Um, and with that comes trust, trusting, uh, trusting God, trusting people, um, trusting the processes of life, and even trusting uh, myself and what I poured out. Just trusting that it's going to be cool. Um, the next, uh, I, I, I think of that idea of letting go kind of like a rocket. Once it's ready to go uh, to that next uh, atmosphere, it starts letting stuff go. And I've been um, learning and have learned how to kind of let go or release things that are not conducive to, uh, to where I'm trying to go in life. Uh, the next lesson uh, would be loving. Uh, loving myself, accepting myself is okay just the way I am. Um, loving God more wholeheartedly, more faithfully, um, and loving others, you know, from compassion to people, whether I know them or not, uh, and especially loving the people that I know, um, showing love, and also learning how to just receive love, right? You know, which comes back to loving, loving myself. Um, the third uh, lesson has to do with labor. Um, we've we've kind of kicked it around, but just learning how to work. Um, I can't say enough about how thankful I am for uh, for my father, my grandfathers, uh, my uncles teaching me just how to work, right? You know, um, attitudes about work, you know, seeing work as a good thing, um, you know, even if these degrees and things go left, man, I, I, I'm good getting a nine to five, swimming the broom, cutting the yard, whatever the case may be, um, working. And then finally, um, learning how to just like accept embrace and love right now right um how to uh, how to just have an awareness of the moment how to be present in what's happening right now how to enjoy um just this time this moment you know what i'm saying even like just being on the podcast with brothers i go back like 20 years with you know what i'm saying you know just and really like sitting in that and just and just and just relishing in that, you know. I think I posted I posted a quote by by Brim Brown in the chat earlier this week, man, like about how we always looking for that home run kind of ball. Um, and then when tragedy happens, you know, and, and we lose something or we lose some kind of functioning, you know, that's when we realize how important just the normal and the ordinary is, because that's all we're trying to do is just get back to that. And I don't, I don't, I don't want to have to lose anymore in life to appreciate what I have right now. You know what I'm saying? So I've been really focusing on just being thankful for what is and what I have, and uh, trying to iron out that balance between my ambition. Yeah, I want more for my family and myself, but also just appreciation. You know, for things being as well as they are. That's good stuff, man. That's very good stuff. Uh, Ian. Bring it home with you, brother. <laughs> Why the lessons? Yeah, uh, <laughs> lesson lessons I learned. If you propose a topic, you should be you should already have your answers ready, <laughs> clear, concise. Because second uh, lesson I learned. Well, the lesson I learned. I heard everybody that your parents. I'm not. I'm not shit. I wouldn't. Who I am is. I am who I am because of who my parents are. Good, bad, ugly. What they showed me. Uh, indifferent. What they showed. I'm not even gonna put the indifferent. Okay. Good and bad and ugly is based off of them. I learned. Whatever they had, the good, whatever the positives were, I got it. The negatives, I got it. I, I picked them all up from them because they are they are your fir- the first teachers, the uh, that's, first. That's your example. That is that's not your that not your that is your that not example. They are your mold. foundation. The, uh, mm-hmm. the mold who they mold they they mold you. They they tell you they they tell you to do X, Y, and Z just because they don't want you to be them. Mm-hmm. But you are... You ain't got no choice. You are them. Like they, they get mad at you for doing shit they did. They did. 
you had no idea they was that was that was who the fuck they were. Yeah. So, but the lesson, the lesson I learned, I'm not off of me, is is you can't cheat. You can't cheat process. You can't cheat. You can't cheat life. You can't cheat. Uh, so that is the biggest shit that I still <laughs> I take to the I can't cheat. Like, um, but I was king. I was a king of cheating. Not cheat. Huh? I was good at what? I'm talking about what? No, but I'm about uh? to get. To, I'm about to get to it. Move on. Yeah. No, it's not. It's Mike not, Jones, no, what? No, no. You have to. You have to wait for it. It's king of cheating. Uh, cheating corners, cutting okay. corners. Okay. Uh, That's fair. Playing, playing basketball, running laps. Yeah. Around the corner. <laughs> I'm, no, but it, it all ties. It all ties yeah. in. It all ties in. Like, literally, we run laps, and I'm, I'm, I'm running. I'm, I'm cutting the corner. Like we on a on a on a rectangle court. With no space, and you running overs. I'm running right. overs on that bitch. <laughs> uh, we running, we running. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm, I'm gonna hang out in this motherfucker for a minute. Uh, we going, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk this, I'm gonna walk this lap. Like it's, it's, it's all cheating. Like it's, you're cheating the, pro, you're cheating the process. And fast forward or, or tied into relationships, I'm cheating. I'm cheating the process. I'm looking for. Looking for instant shit. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I said "fuck it, I'm done mm-hmm. cheating the process." All of a sudden, shit, shit changed. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally how. It, like fuck it, I'm not gonna do what the fuck I've been doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna cut this corner. <laughs> I'm not gonna walk this lap. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and and or oh, I got pissed today. I literally, I, I'm pissed off today. Not, not today. And put the air quotes. You can't see the air quotes, but I got the air quotes. Money is, yeah. But I got uh, not the get, not the date of this. Yeah, not, a, not not no time. But I'm pissed. So at that I'm, day, you at that so day today. Not even not even this shit. But years past, I, I'm pissed or something didn't go my way. Let me go ahead and and be me. Or let me go do this. Shit. So it's it's literally cheap. Stop cheating the process. Stop cheating the. Uh, stop cheating life. Is is the biggest lesson I've ever ever I've ever learned. All all of a sudden, once I stop once I stop that shit, once I stop looking, and it's you can say it's it's changing my uh, mind frame, changing my uh, feeling like I'm my being being old, something all that shit. One, however you want to put it. Once I stop doing that shit, shit changed, and all of, all of a sudden, the shit I wanted and said I I needed started falling into place. So that is my the biggest lesson. And you start realizing the shit you wanted might not be the shit you needed. It's a it was a life that little little change in thought changed my shit. Now all of a sudden I'm. Enjoy them. I'm not gonna say I'm I'm perfect by no means. I am far I've not got all I've ever thought of, but I'm further when I all of a sudden when I stop cheating the process. Cheating life. When you stop cheating life. <laughs> when I stop cheating, cheating, cheating that shit, all of a sudden shit changed. So that is that's my biggest uh life lesson. As is and it's, I'm learning a new lesson every day, but for to this day, to this point, that is the biggest one. You can't you can't cheat life. That's what's up. Cause life will cheat life fuck life fuck you over. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's karma, karma for that ass. Uh, hey man, karma. Oh, uh, oh, another one is hard head make for a soft ass. Cause I done walked around here, bitch, with a soft ass for a long time. <laughs> Cause I was cheating the life. I was cheating life. So now nah, my ass is healing, and I'm having a good time. <laughs> because I stopped cheating life. 
Good points, hey. brother. Yeah. It's a great way to great way to uh great way to uh, wrap it up. Um I got some. Yeah. You you threw me off guard with the parent stuff, so I, I feel like I miss some. I feel like I don't want to give one parent more than right. the other. Yeah. And I feel like I elaborated on my father, and I didn't on my mother. So <laughs> are, you say, are you saying? Are you saying? Are you saying this because your mom is gonna be listening? No, she don't. She don't deal with. She, I don't deal with <laughs> with the social media. Lesson, I, don't, lesson. I, don't, I don't got a Twitter lesson or Instagram. So stay away from this shit. so she don't got one. But just internally, I'm like them. So I'm gonna be transparent. Like uh, a few days ago in the chat. Uh, we talked about what age we got bank accounts and this, this and that, you know? Right. And out of the people who uh, decided to contribute to the discussion, uh, some of the people with the most, uh, the, that I would say, I don't know exactly, because it don't matter. They, we all, who we are, but income right. doesn't matter. Right. But, Two of the people I perceive with the highest income said, well, I didn't have a, 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 a savings account, checking account, this and that, until I was this age. Well, turns out I'm the one that had it at the lowest age, and it's because my mom. So, and even to elaborate on that, I wasn't thinking about it consciously, but my kids, they have bank accounts at five, four, three, and we, I, 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 I took them by the hand, walked them to the bank, like, hey, this is a bank account, you know, you put, you save money in there, and you will make money. Mm-hmm. Now, in the 90s, when I had a bank account, it was making a lot more than it is oh, yeah, in 2020. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But, I can easily swap the bank account for the stock market, yeah, or a mutual fund, or this and that. So, to say like I don't I don't think I gave it justice on how much I said before I just said well my mom taught me how to save and that was right. important but I just need to let people know that the impact of that could equate to millions of dollars for yeah. the next generation so Absolutely. so yeah. when I say that I didn't say that lightheartedly and then Napoleon he 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 went back to the topic that he intended this to be that we all didn't know about and he he did his lessons learned (laughs) it wasn't about lessons learned that the parents taught and so one one lesson I learned throughout life on my own kind of is uh, to move on from the past Mm -hmm. Uh, negative People, people think about negative, like, oh, I need to get over it, but positive, too, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you can be on top one day, and we talked about a concept, uh, the concept culture, and you can be at the bottom next. Yeah. So you you need to stay grounded on the past. Both is fleeting. It don't matter. The past don't matter. Get better. That, 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 that's, that's, that's what I got to say. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's funny. It's funny that when you when you said that, I automatically referenced Fifty Cent. Mm-hmm. The 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 used to be uh, was it Wankster? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Damn, homie. Back then you was the Back man, in high homie. High school, you was right. the man, yeah. homie. What yeah, what the fuck happened to you? Happened to you? Like yeah. that was that's <laughs> that's what I referenced when you yeah. said that shit. And and and, and it happens makes every day. <laughs> yeah, man. I tell I I uh I, during when I was teaching in grad school, I would tell I would tell you know kids, I'm like, yo, like stop worrying about like the flashy stuff and whoever wearing chain or wearing this you know this shirt or that shirt and all that I'm like that won't matter in 10 years real life, it just won't matter like and that person will have pictures of what they used to be mm-hmm. in the pecking order like it's gonna matter like what you want your life to be what you decide to be but and I think for us 
it's like we got to constantly be that like you know you okay you had success here that's great but you know can you replicate that and can you project that and that's the that, that has to be the goal right you know we're gonna um not even placating everybody but that's absolutely great information from everybody great takes from everybody you've heard um you've heard multiple different backgrounds you've heard multiple different insights something that i feel like all of our listeners uh whether abroad or you know that locally or nationally y'all can take away from we appreciate y'all for listening um <laughs> wrap that shit up B. yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's great insight you know you, you we, we pulled the curtain back quite a bit on this episode so yeah, i, I kind of wish we could we I, I i would like to revisit something similar okay like been the whole stuff fair enough whole fair enough you know what i mean just just because i, I feel like there's yeah. so much more that needs to be said yeah you know what i mean okay. like as far as like just not not necessarily on on our end but just to be heard yeah you know what I mean, and for other, for regular people, which that's who we are, mm-hmm. to hear. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I just I just think we should. Well, let's let's bookmark that. Next episode, we go ahead and you know, if if not next episode, you know, we definitely have an episode that we can we can build on this. Well, and I and I'm saying it don't have to be necessarily this topic, but I like I'm just talking because I, I I'm in the moment and mm-hmm. I'm like okay, this shit feels. Genius. Great to talk about, right? Like you know, what I mean, can can we come up with more topics similar to this, to mm-hmm. where we can just kind of like just kind of go? Because this is, to me, this 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 makes me want to listen to the pod as if I'm not a part of the pod. This was actually something that I'm listening. I'm listening to everybody talk, and I credit brother Napoleon for for pitching this topic. This was something that. As I'm listening to everybody, everybody was shooting from the heart. Yeah. It wasn't something that was like, okay, let me pull off of something from CNN or MSNBC. It was something that everybody had from the heart. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, you listening to this and this, this shit is real. Yeah. You know, Basically, so. I put it to you this way. Um, everything that we, that everybody sat and listened or listed for their parent, from their parents, yeah. their parents never told them. Right, their yeah. parents. Yeah, that's real shit. Yeah, we. Uh, they. I mean, it, it's. They told. They said certain shit, not to. Uh, how do I put it? Like discredit the parenting? No, no, no. Oh, it's, it's the more it's caught than taught. Like they, you, 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 they, you view. We told. They told us. They yeah. told us and showed us shit, not for. Uh, just because that's what they were supposed to do. But they never recorded it for posterity. Like you can never go back to think about, or there's no recording of your dad or your mom yeah. telling you this shit. There's no, there's never recording. There's no video of your mom and dad waking up at five in the morning, shooting out the house, go mm-hmm. do this shit. So it is a to revisit it later would be great. So now that everybody. As a collective, we are we are fathers that they can sit there and listen to why that yeah I damn yeah. I know we gotta wrap this shit up but certain it's, shit it's real let it flow certain man. shit that uh, my father or my father would come at and I'm not trying to hear this shit with you with the shit yeah, with yeah. the landscape I'm not trying to hear this shit right now and that like it's it's ingrained it's ingrained in here like. And it, it's ingrained in you because it, it bothers you, but then all of a sudden you start, you're in a situation. You become it. I mean, you, I'm, I'm getting there, but all of a sudden you hit a you hit a spot in life and you're like, man, that motherfucker said this shit. He was on something. Yeah, he was on something. Yeah, I said, well, yeah, if I get a broom and a, a trash bag and a lawnmower, I can hustle. Yeah, but, it's, but you at that age, I'm not, man, man. Me and you ain't even really talking because we're we're bumping heads at at the stage of life I'm in. Yeah. I'm not. I give a fuck what you saying. Like you, you just whooped my ass yesterday. <laughs> you want to tell I'm me still about? On that. Yeah. You want to yeah. tell me about life? Like I, my ass is my ass is hurting. <laughs> fuck you and fuck your belt. 
I gotta see you walk by with that same funky ass belt. Like it's so as a <laughs> as a fa- like as a father, as a father, you want to say, with them, let me let me ref- CC or uh, refer back yeah. to this shit yeah. like that. This is so when you brought the shit up, it's, it's great to have it on on. On wax. On wax, yeah. yeah. I was just about to say that, that your shit. kid can sit back and say, well, damn, dude, okay, now nah, I gotta understand this shit. So, and I had, like, I had to go, certain shit I would have to go back. I had to have a conversation with my grandma. Well, why the fuck is dude is like, why is dude like this? And she broke the shit down. I'm like, man, because dude is, we not really clicking. At 16, 16, 17, I'm like, man, this is... So, like, what well, dude is this and this, this. I'm like, well, okay, now I have to realize what's... At six, I have to... You know what I'm saying? You have to you have to internalize what the fuck, why are we... Mm-hmm. Why are we beefing? Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm thinking on that same thing yeah, as a I'm, parent now where I'm trying to make sure that my kids is understanding the why behind me like I don't want them to just but see you're, like they're oh, never, what they're it never, is. I'm trying to I'm trying to convey it to them you never they uh, they won't they never gonna be a, okay yeah. fuck it it's going to be a third part pod pod topic parenting now mm-hmm. to us being parented being parented oh, next topic that's Ooh. cold shit right there we gonna we gonna we gonna wrap up on that because cool. we know we, we know we, I, we we don't mean to hold y'all in the word of banks, <laughs> but we, we we gave y'all some very good 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 stuff. We want to thank y'all for listening. This very well may be the longest episode that we gave y'all, but damn it, we gave y'all some very poignant stuff. Yeah, I mean, Curtis and Screws. Yeah, you know, uh, engineer producing uh, extraordinary Curtis, uh, sponsor Curtis. Tell them where they can find you, brother. Find that nigga in the, in the recording room. <laughs> I'm in the studio right now. <laughs> you got many great projects coming here. Let them know. Um, what you can tell them at least. I can tell you, I'm working on a couple of Christmas albums right now. And that nice at the round table will be out on Wednesday. Yeah. True. <laughs> Fuck what you want to do, nigga. <laughs> I mean, Aviva. Uh, Aviva. Let me shout out Aviva. Appreciate you absolutely, man. Absolutely. We shout out Christmas every every week. <laughs> our bad, our bad. And we apologize. We add you on in, in there. Yeah. Smiling. You you in here now? You made the podcast. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so don't, you can't cut this part out. <laughs> don't cut this part out. Yeah. Make sure you turn this part up in the house. Uh, man. Um, but yeah. <laughs> See me at the music group. Um, GRP.com. On Instagram. Uh, say yeah. IG. Uh, website. It's um the same thing. So I said um I said like like took last before, man. It's, it's a lot of yeah. stuff coming down the road for me right now. Um, I can't comment at the moment, mm-hmm. but things look very promising. So I can't I'll leave it at that. So hopefully next week I can well week after I can um get more detail about what I'm doing. But um Congratulations uh, ahead of time. Yeah, appreciate it. Like what I said, if I was a millionaire yeah. at, at 20, 25, ain't no sure where I'd be right now. Life so, would be like, much different. Man, yeah, absolutely. I, um, we, 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 he wouldn't be available for no damn podcast, absolutely. i tell you that. We'd be charged. We'd be getting charged. I wouldn't have some uh, phone for the phone. I, I believe it. Uh, <laughs> I want to pause shit. I want to take a... I don't know y'all niggas no more. I want to. I want to get. Oh, oh, my bad. I'm like canceled. You still. You still. Y'all had class together. Y'all all right. I want to. I want to give a special. I want to give a special thanks to uh, Riley. Focused on my freedom now. Why would I join them when I know that I could beat them now? They put their words on me and they can eat them now. That's probably why they keep on telling me I'm needed now. They tried to box me out while taking what they want from me. I spent too many years living too uncomfortably. Making room for people who didn't like the labor But wanted the spoils, greedy, selfish behavior Now let me give it to you, balanced it with clarity I don't need to turn myself into a parody I don't I do not do the shit you do for popularity They clearly didn't understand when I said I get out apparently My awareness like Keanu in the Matrix I'm saving souls and y'all complaining about my lateness Now it's illegal for someone to walk in greatness They want the same, they want the same, but they don't take risks Now the world will get to see its own reflection And the anointed can pursue Pursue their own direction 
And if you're wrong and you're too proud to hear correction Walk into the hole you dug yourself, fuck a projection See me in my freedom taking all my land back They said a lot against me thinking I just stand back I got my legs beneath me, I got my hands back A lot of people sabotage, they couldn't stand that I turned the other cheek, I took blow after blow There's so much crisis in the world cause you reap what you sow When you keep what you know is meant for someone else The ditch you dig for them, you might just end up in yourself I'm in the secret place, I keep a sacred space They keep showing their hands, but keep hiding their face If I'm a messenger, you block me, then you block the message So aggressive, the world you made is what you're left with Pride and ego over love and truth is fuck fuck reckless Y'all niggas got a death wish, the stupid leaves me breathless Some place to be. Yeah. Ain't ducking nothing. I just might have to build my own city where I need a real nigga passport to enter. Miss Hill, we ain't going nowhere. They gonna have to deal with us. Make them uncomfortable.